podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast, episode 19. Um, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whenever whenever you're listening to us, uh, wherever you're listening, whether that's YouTube, uh, on the Patreon, the Fancy Football Hub or Spotify, uh, great to have you listening. Uh, I'm Tony and as usual I've got co-host, Ben, are you there Ben? Hi mate. Alright pal, All uh, right. James are you there? I'm here Tony. Good stuff, full house as usual. Um, just a big thanks to all the people who signed up on Patreon uh, to support us. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't signed up yet, get yourselves to patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic. Uh, help support us uh, bring even more content out. Um, right, a bit of a bit of a strange week. COVID has reared its ugly head. It's causing all sorts of hassles. There's all sorts of strange goings on. Matches cancelled. Um, Harry Kane blanking again. And Leicester keeping a clean sheet. Uh, Come on! So all, all sorts happening. Um, we'll jump straight in. Ben, seeing as you had a decent result today and you're in a bit of a better mood, uh, we'll go off to you first, mate. Right. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, 50 points this week. 984 points in total. Uh, in goal, Edison, five points. Clean sheet. Had nothing to do again until the last minute of the game, so no seven rating. Um, Alexander-Arnold, eight points. Rudiger, three points. Uh, Cancelo, seven points. Um, Who I brought in for Harry Kane. And then uh, Foden, zero. Come off the bench, didn't he? Silva somehow got a zero. Uh, Fornells was on the bench but came on as well. Zero. Bowen, three points. Seven rating. Up front, I've got Salah. 13 points. Man of the match and a goal. Ronaldo, eight points for a goal. And I brought Mane in for Regulon. A bit of advice from the lads. I was was going Robertson or or Mane. And the lads said, money, money, money. Oi, oi, oi. So <laughs> went for him. He's still got a seven rating, so three points. And uh, Newcastle on, when did he play? Thursday. So open for a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a class move if that works out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Happy still three it. transfers left. Three transfers left? Yeah. Decent amount. Mm. Um Obviously, you've only got one United player after the rumoured outbreak there. Yeah, so. I was tempted to bring Sancho in, but I just held off. I thought, well, what's the point? Because West Ham have got more games in this month as well with the Cup. Yeah, yeah, didn't, didn't, look, uh, didn't look great, United. Mm. Didn't. You know, a lot of people have um, booked up on United in quite a lot of the teams. And, yeah, same old United, really. Ronaldo... Picking out that shit, really. Yeah, what uh, about what about that? Last week we were moaning and there weren't no penalties this season, and there's been seven penalties this <laughs> week. Yeah, <laughs> must have yeah, been listening to the pod. It must have been. They know they had to sort it out. Ronaldo penalty, Salah penalty, all winners as well, weren't they? Uh, um, yeah, uh, there was three three penalties in the Chelsea Leeds game. Yeah, yeah, Georgina today as well. Yeah, I just switched it on as Tillemans were smashing that in top corner. Lovely penalty. Right, jump forward to my team. It's uh, only just done half as well as yours. Um, Mendy in goal, minus one. Rudiger, three. I think he got two assists for the penalties, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so that, so that uh, stopped him getting a minus again this week. Ruben Diaz, who I brought in for Regulon, uh, four points. A clean sheet, a yellow card. Didn't get a, didn't have much to do, did they? See no. really, uh, <laughs> um, Cancelo, seven points. Picked up a yellow card, suspended in midweek. Now 
a little bit frustrating. Mm. Um, Foden, zero points, but he come on, he looked lively. Uh, could have had one as well, could have scored. Uh, Silver, now everyone's brought him in. Now everyone's on the Silver train. He duly blanks, as <laughs> always happens. Sancho and Fernandez there, both blanking. So a bit of a blank midfield, that. Um, Salah, doing what Salah does and getting a goal in a star man. Antonio, they were hoping to get something against Burnley today. Um, blank. And Yotta, who did come on as a sub. Blank. Too many blanks in that side. Way too many blanks. Uh, bad week, really, so far. Um, but yeah. And Antonio has a good record against Burnley as well. I thought he would score today. Yeah, I thought, I thought he'd have done all right. But one of them, one transfer left in there. Um, I had the money to go Antonio Lukaku, which I'm glad I held off on. As <laughs> Lukaku, what did he come on? 87th minute or something. Didn't seem to be getting the time. Um, but yeah, really um, one of them, one of them weeks so far. But it can all change midweek. Could probably have a storm as it usually happens. Usually pick up more points. But yeah, over to yours, James. Yeah, uh, 47 points this week. Um, did a couple of transfers, which worked out quite well. Um, I did Diaz to Robertson. Um, and just to gain um, 0.2 million to, so that I could do a Harry Kane to Ronaldo switch. Um, so... Um, I think that worked out pretty well because um, Robertson yeah. and and um, Ronaldo got eight points each. Diaz only got four. Kane didn't play, so it's a net result there. I think um, only down to one transfer left though, which is a bit uh, of a concern in this team. Um, yeah. So yeah, going from from the back, um, Edison five points, Trent eight, Reese James one, Robertson eight, Alonso got me an assist with four points. Um, another blank in midfield again. Sancho, Silva, Mares did nothing. Um, up front, Salah got me 13. Jota could have scored a couple when he came on, I noticed. Um, yeah. I was just, he should have got what he should have had at least one goal really. So I wouldn't be getting rid of him if I was or getting nervous if I was if if anyone's listening who's holding Jota, I think he's still a good option. Um, and Ronaldo scored his penalty, so uh, he got me eight points. So, yeah, not too bad. Decent enough, that, halfway through. Yeah. 42. So, Ben having the best of the week so far, but, yeah, uh, really good. Right. Let's do question time. Um, let's jump straight in with Mikey W., my question for the pod. With Chelsea leaking goals for fun, should we preserve precious December transfers or swap defensive assets for safer options from, say, City or Liverpool? James. Well, um, I'm having this dilemma myself in my best team, which is quite heavy on Chelsea at the back and um, is now dropping down the league slightly. Yeah. Um, but we'll come to that later. Um I don't know. If you've got four or five transfers left, you could consider um, moving a Chelsea defender or two to to City. Um, I'm not sure I'd move to Liverpool now. If you, if you look <laughs> at the fixtures going forwards, they're a bit trickier. Um, there's a couple of nasty ones near the end of the month, and then we play Leicester twice as well and Leeds. I'm, I'm not seeing a massive amount of clean sheets in those fixtures. Um yeah. Tony, you, you've you've obviously spotted that as well. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they do turn turn tricky them fixtures, don't they? They are, well, especially for clean sheets. I'm not saying we won't pick up points, but Leeds can score against anyone. Yeah, Leicester are pretty good going forwards, um, and then there's some real doozies right right at the back end, isn't there? With some some couple of red fixtures there. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I would only do it if I had. Um, Mikey, Mikey, I'd only do it if I had transfers to spare, and you, you know, you're looking to catch up. Um, obviously, Chelsea are missing some key midfielders at the moment, which I think is causing them to leak clean sheets. Do, do we know when Kante's back? Is he out for long? Not too sure. I think Kovacic is nearing a return. 
He, he's January, I think, mid-January, I think, Kovacic. I'm sure I read yesterday, he was yeah. only a few days off, which I thought were good news. Um, <laughs> must, have, must have been a reading from a previous one. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are missing Kante and Kovacic. Yeah. Massively. Um, Jorginho doing his bit just on the penalties. Mm. That's all he's doing, really. Um, again, if you've got Chelsea defence, Chelsea block defence, you really are stuck, I think, because you don't want to spunk in transfer, especially all the news with the COVID going around. I think that's all you're going to hear from me today is about not wanting, yeah. not using transfers. And, <clears throat> and Unless you're dead set on a player and you want to use a couple of transfers to get somebody in who you really want. I think well, I would say it's be, if you had five transfers left and you could go to and move a Chelsea defender to Cancelo if you don't have him, I yeah. would I would wholeheartedly um, endorse that move. Um, yeah, definitely. Just to re- relieve that block a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's tricky. You should be safe in those transfers, mm. really, if you can. Yeah, definitely. Well, ben. just had a look there. Uh, Kante's due to be back for the next weekend's game against Wolves. Ah. Uh, Maybe a Kante, I'm thinking of. Wolves can't. Wolves don't score many, do they? They're quite tight, but no. they're, they're not exactly free scoring, are they? And of course, Jimenez, what an idiot! <laughs> he won't be playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gets himself sent funny. off. Two yeah. yellow cards in like ten seconds. So it? daft. Did you see him? Going, did you see him going off the pitch when he took yeah. the hand off? Like and he was throwing it, and the crowd were going, "Way!" <laughs> yeah. He's waving to the crowd as yeah, he just needed to get off. Yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing it was. I mean, so <laughs> stupid, isn't it? I mean, even the first tackle probably wasn't even a yellow card, but given what we're going on like for the last few minutes, you're getting a little bit bit of needle in there, and then Refford, yeah, rightly, he just pulled out a yellow card. He was just one of them. He was the wrong yeah. person to make the challenge at the wrong time, kind of thing. But then as soon as you got that yellow card, piss off away from there. Don't, what are you doing? If you're his teammates and you're having to chase City around for 45 minutes already, you'd be absolutely fuming. He stuck his leg out of block yeah. that free kick being taken. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. I mean, it's one of them. It's really harsh, but it's it's tough to do, isn't it? You just don't do it. Don't do it. As a manager, you'd be fuming at him. But yeah, so he'll be missing. Um, yeah. I think Wolves are a bit, a little bit too fussy. They've got, they'll have a, a Dharma Traore up there though. Probably get a seven rating. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. One of I, um, I was watching the uh, the games the other night on BT, and there's a United game, and he was reading out the uh, the fixtures for for the week for the midweek. They were on BT, and on the screen it came up with the the games on Thursday. And uh, Leicester's playing Tottenham on Thursday. Yeah. He only read out two out of the three fixtures, so that sort of tells me that the Leicester Tottenham game is, is going to be cancelled as well. Well, if they're back in training today, mm. I don't know. I'm sure it would just depend on how many people are testing positive this week for them. Yeah. Surely they're going to try and get that game on. Mm. Yeah. yeah Go on, Ben. No, I'm just going to say because if you if you are going on to uh, Liverpool, you you, t- you play Tottenham on the next weekend, don't you? So if they've still got bad COVID, it might get cancelled. I know it's a bit far off yet, but <clears> I <throat> go on. I was going to say, well, I, I think I agree with with Tony. They got to try if they can get if they can get most of their team out, they've got to do it because they've yeah. already had a game called off with the snow. Mm. Um, there just won't be. There will become a point where, where, where on earth will they fit these fixtures in? Yeah, yeah. just have to throw the youth team out, are they? Well, it could come to that, couldn't it? Well, youth if they team. can do it in the Europa Conference League, they can do it in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> get it it's, out. They might get knocked out of the um, Carabao Cup, and then there'll be a few midweek games then after yeah, some game gaps week eighteen and there. that. Yeah, um, but I personally wouldn't be jumping off of Chelsea with them fixtures. Um, Still in the cup, uh, possibility of playing in the semi-final just before we get the transfers back. Uh, they play Everton next. Uh, sorry, that's uh, before the transfers come through. Wolves play, and then Brentford, Aston Villa, Brighton, and then Liverpool, and then possible Carabao Cup semi-final first leg. So I'd I just stay on Chelsea. Me, I can't yeah. see any other. But Man City, Man City are out, so they've got two possibilities of games not uh, there. 
Liverpool's fixtures are quite tough. And Man United are out of the cup as well. So I, w- I probably wouldn't jump across there unless you wanted to free up some funds. Yeah. Bring that Man United defender in to get Ronaldo. Yeah, definitely. That, that's, I mean, with the transfers, unless you're after somebody like, a lot of people run scared of Ronaldo this month, and rightly so with them fixtures. So if you do have to drop a Chelsea defensive asset to fund that, yeah, I get it. Get it completely. Um, yeah, just try and hold them mm. transfers. And as well, let's not downplay how big and and how how big of an impact Kante will have on that side because he is unbelievable in that position. Yeah. The, def- the protection he gives that defence and his running, his energy, the recoveries, ball recoveries, the tackles he makes, recovery tackles, he's unbelievable. Probably the, yeah. still the best, probably, I think, in the Premier League. And having that in front of them back three, um, I think it'll just start ticking along again for Chelsea. And you'll probably see four or five clean sheets on bounce. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They're really missing him, aren't they? Yeah, but, um, definitely. Yeah, that'll make a big difference. I think I think it's sure that any team will miss a goal can't I think Leicester Leicester struggled without him once they they lost him and he's such a big player for whichever team he's in. Um I mean <laughs> Leicester with one in clean cheeks, I how much they could have done with uh Kante for the last six or seven games. Yeah. But he's like two players, mate. He is, he's he's unreal. Um Yeah. Yeah, I won't be using them just willy nilly. Just just uh, try and preserve unless you're after somebody. Because we all know Liverpool could start conceding right next two or three games. City, it's it's not um, not something I'd be jumping at. Right, David eighty seven. How much do you value differentials at this stage of the season in his mini league? The teams are starting to look very similar, especially with Tottenham being out of action. You have the choice of four or five forwards for three spots. My differential the past few weeks has been jumping off the Chelsea block early, which has improved his position, but I can see that starting to change. I suppose my question is, should the tactic be to just go with the best players and ignore differentials at this stage, or does he try to anticipate the next form move? He's fifth from 28th in his league, 50 points off the top. James? Well, I'm quite a safe manager, really, and I generally stick with the best players, Unless, of course, you're behind and you're trying to ca- close the gap in the mini league, then um, then I might have one or two differentials. Um, yeah, I think with Dream Team, switching your defensive blocks, um, you know, and maybe not the whole blocks. You've only got five transfers, but if you've got a couple of one team and a couple of another, you, you can switch those blocks quite quite quickly. Um, <clears throat> so I think switching your defensive blocks can bring get big games if you have the balls to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, a differential, like a Gallagher, a Madison, you know, a couple of players today that have, have starred. Mm. Um, obviously, looking at like West Ham, got quite a few in there with Bowen, Ben Rama, four now who have done pretty well so far. Uh, Townsend earlier in the season. I think it's about jumping on them and off them at the right time, isn't it? Because, as Ben likes to say, they're streaky, aren't they, mate? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you reckon, Ben? Yeah, like James said, um, I like to just stick with the the, uh, the best players. Try not to go too far away from the well. I say template, but you know, the best players, yeah. the ones that are scoring the most points. Obviously, um, I've gone a bit differential this week with bringing in Mane because uh, Jota was on the bench, wasn't he? So. Put money in, see if see if we can get some back from these fixtures. Obviously, he only got me three points this week, but it could be a big score against Newcastle midweek. So, yeah. But yeah, I do like to stick with the best players, and maybe just do the one odd one like like Sterling or something like that. Yeah, Sterling's been a bit of a differential. That's come yeah. good, and obviously he seems more nailed. Um, I don't I don't think you should ignore differentials, as you say. No. Like, I mean, say Madison. If Leicester now kick on, uh, start to. I know they lost Johnny Evans today, but so they might not. Although they got a clean sheet, yeah, I mean, he might be the problem. <laughs> but obviously, it did. In, and did he filled in at back? Didn't he? Yeah. Sawmer went into to midfield. If Leicester were to carry on, 
because he looked good, good going forward. There's some really nice play. Mm. Um, Madison, I know you say he's streaky, but it's one of them moments where you, how long is he going to be streaky for? Is he, is he just going to shall I hop on now and he might have two or three more weeks in him where he's getting yeah. these big holes? You don't know, do you? Well, look at his fixtures now. He's got Tottenham on Thursday at home. Maybe because they're a bit short on numbers with COVID. Yeah. Then you've got Everton away. Which are they're not doing that good, but the uh, when they're at home, it. when they're at home with the Goodison crowd behind them, look what they did against Arsenal. They are shaky mm. though, yeah. But then you've got Liverpool, Man City, Liverpool. So it's probably not the best time they've got jump on him now. No, they might be one to uh, to note for after that the end of that fixture block. Yeah, um, definitely because then it's uh, Norwich in in uh, January, and then Watford in the FA yeah. Cup, Burnley, Brighton. So maybe that's the time we jump on. What about Tiedelmans, Ben? Yeah, yeah. I like Tiedelmans. Yeah, he played well today. Penalty injury prone though, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, on penalties as well when Vardy's not on the pitch, which is quite good. Oh, that's good to know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Vardy sat there watching that penalty, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he missed Great his last penalty. one as well. <laughs> he might keep all of them now, then. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be nice. Um, I know mean, it's easy after to say, I don't know whether you've just watched the um, Everton-Crystal Palace game, but Gallagher today, obviously his second goal were unbelievable. Um, but his all-round play, I know he played further forward. Uh, Vera tried him a bit further back um, for a few games, and he, he's not been as effective. Mm. Today we pushed further forward. Will Hughes, that's a blast from the past, wherever he's been for the last few years, I don't know. But Will Hughes turns up with his bright white hair. And, yeah. Uh, Pushed Gallagher further forward and he looked unreal again today. There's a differential. I don't know if you've seen the Palace fixtures um, yeah, forward into this month. We've got Southampton, Watford, Tottenham, Norwich, then West Ham. That's not a bad batch of fixtures. Obviously, they yeah. don't have the cup game. Um, and obviously, FA Cup comes start of January, but in this month, there's no cup game, but five more fixtures. And I mean, I can see him getting uh, some decent some decent points out of that. So as a differential, he's worth an option. You have got 50 points to make up, uh, David, so it's, it's still early. 50 points can be made up very quickly um, with a block, defence, or whatever he might be on. But I won't panic, but it's always good to look at a differential. If someone you fancy, have a do. Have a do, why not? Right, Andy Barnett. Uh, SDT lowdown. With COVID-19 ripping through the Premier League, AFCON on the horizon, fixture congestion causing injuries too. I fear five transfers just will not be enough in December and January. Do you think we used to only have three, didn't we? <laughs> no. Now we're, now we're saying five's not enough, but yeah. Um, I'm assuming most normally have maybe max two transfers left for December and going forward, we need to replace Salah in the team. I think everyone towards the back of December will be playing with maximum of nine to ten fit players. Also, Liverpool are trying to hold on to Salah and Mane until January, so won't miss that many fixtures. Question is, regarding subs, how do we approach the end of this month? And going through January, considering we'll we'll have a couple of transfers left for this month and five at the beginning of January. Now, I just point out, that's Andy, you're being a very, uh, what's the word, optimistic about how many transfers we'll have at the end of this month because with that COVID, I can see... Maybe within the next seven to ten days, um, them last two transfers maybe that teams have got been wiped out. Um, it only takes a Ronaldo if it goes through the United camp as we've heard. I think it can only take it only take Ronaldo or Fernandez and these players that are quite highly owned, uh, and they'll be blitzed. And you'll just be looking at the five of January. But what what do you think, James? Well, I think if you're down to one or two transfers, I'd be keeping them back. Um, you know, for injuries, COVID, AFCON. Um, obviously, if you've got a player that's going to miss like three games or more, then then you might as well just use the, use one of those transfers you're saving back. That's what they're for. Um, yeah, but I mean, you can always sort your AFCON situation out in January because it doesn't yeah. look... It, there's, still, there's still question marks about whether it's actually going to go ahead, whether players might be available for the Boxing Day fixtures or even longer. Um, 
January is a relatively short month, so you've only got three weekends to worry about. So you might only be missing a player for like one or two games. So yeah. if you need to use them for a player that's not going to be around for some time, then just just use it. But otherwise, keep hold of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally agree with you there. You basically covered it, mate. Yes. Yeah, well, the Afcon thing is going to be a big one. I can't see starting every. Every few days it goes by, it's, I think it's becoming a bigger doubt. Um, I think Bojo's speaking right now, isn't he? Um, yeah. About going to level that. four alert. I mean, <laughs> it will, don't, he's trying to distract from all the uh, shenanigans going on at 10 Downing Street. So we'll, we'll be a two or three days and um, we'll be on level five. And we're trying, <laughs> to, trying to bring the tears back. So I can't see, um, I can't see the AFCON going ahead. I can't. But you've got to plan towards it as if it's going to happen whilst it says it. But I think the biggest the biggest threat to us at the minute is the COVID. And it's the biggest threat to us putting 10, 11 players out on the pitch. Um, and that's why I, I'm looking at teams and getting people to send me teams and stuff and asking for a bit of advice. And a lot of the time, I'm just saying, just stay. If, that, if them players are playing, just keep them. Keep them. Because that's the best you can hope for, really. And if you run out of transfers and you lose a couple of your big hitters, um, I mean, imagine it going through Liverpool now and you're losing Salah. If you've got Salah Mane or double up or Salah Yotta, and next thing you know, you've got 10 days, maybe missing three games without them because you've you've moved from a Chelsea block to a City block for whatever reason. Yeah, they're so important. I'd, ra- I'd rather not make any moves. My players stay fit, but I didn't quite get in a couple of players I didn't have, but they all played through the month. And I've got a few few transfers left to her. Anyway, Lee Hooper. My question: Who would you say? Who would you say currently the worst value for money players in the game? I like this. Uh, my opinion is at six point one million. Bruno is currently. I'm amazed his ownership is still over fifty percent. Uh, we got a list there, lads. Of uh, <laughs> who's the worst on? I've got one. Ryan Bertrand. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's uh, minus 10 points now. 2.67 uh, points per million and minus 0.1.1. Sorry, <laughs> minus 1.1 average points. Jesus. He has been awful. He looked, pr- he looked really promising in pre season as well for last year. He was on set pieces. But uh, ever since the season started, it's just gone downhill. Yeah. <laughs> I think Fernandes Fernandez is doing okay. I know he's expensive, but 3.7 points uh, a game, and he's getting 13.44 points per million. He's got 82 points as well, so he's doing okay. But I know it's a lot of value for a player that's just trickling along. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll take your... Um... Ryan Bertrand and raise you a Matt Ritchie. <laughs> Minus 11. <laughs> Worst points per, points per million. His points per million are minus 18. Because <laughs> he's actually worth less than a million. <laughs> Shocking. Did you know Paul Pogba is still owned by 7.8% of teams? I seen Kane was in 7.2%. <laughs> Kane. Kane's still owned by 20%. Oh, I'm looking at top, top 1K I was looking at. Yeah, the whole thing, Pogba's still got 7.8% ownership. Yeah. Worst value for money? Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got a few more written down here if you want me to go through them. Um, go so if you look at players that are worth more than 4 million um, and then sort them by points per million. Um, Marcus Rashford, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, uh, John Stones, and not far behind that is um, Kevin De Bruyne, um, who would be my pick at the moment. He costs 5.3 million, um, and he's only returning 8.3 points per million. Um, I do like uh, Lee, Lee's uh, Bruno call, though. He's definitely not worth... Six point one million. Yeah, I don't know how he's held his value. Yeah, it's odd that, isn't it? 
I thought you'd think yeah. he'd be dropping more. He's just ticking along, I suppose. So it's not dropping too much, but not yeah, every, getting every now and again, sneaking an assist or a seven rate, and it just yeah. keeps, seems to hold him off. Or the rises are only like point ones or falls, sorry, point ones. <clears throat> we, we don't want to talk about price rises this week, though. It's con- a bit contentious <laughs> at the moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a big contentious. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving me studying how I'm. Uh, I'm going to try and try and work that out over the next three or four weeks. With a <laughs> proper mull, mull over that. Uh, try and crack the code. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, Ash. Ash has been on. I've not really got a question. I've burned all my transfers in my main team. I still have a good few teams and transfers left, so I'll be grateful for the insight. Can't wait to, wait to listen to the pod tomorrow, though. Good to have you listening, listening Ash. Uh, thanks for the support as well. Signed up to the Patreon. Cheers, mate. Um, hope you enjoy. Kaza Solzy, Fancy Football. Can we review James Fricker's team? It's in 268th place. Is that still correct as of now, James? No, it's not. Um, it's dropped to um, 320th, which is a bit disappointing. So, I mean, it was as, I was as high as like um, 199 the other day. Yeah. Um, I'm bit, I'm suffering from that Chelsea block, so I've been pondering whether I should have made. I've still got five transfers left, so I'm thinking, should I have made some? Um, but in some respects, I suppose if if we have massive COVID outbreaks, I might be in a really strong position to yeah, with five definitely. transfers to really, uh, if say Chelsea Chelsea's games were cancelled, next three games were cancelled, and I could switch to um, full Man City block or something. You know that could be season defining, couldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll see. I um, think you should definitely hold them Chelsea defenders, mate, for now. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to, especially after what you were saying and 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 having a look at fixtures and if Kante's back, you know. Yeah. I'm going to hold, and I can always set myself up for January if I don't use them. Definitely. Um, Play the long game. Yeah. D- does anyone want to read out my um <laughs> my game week one team? For from my top side, then. Yeah, no, hold on. So yeah, so let me finish his question. I, 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 oh, okay. I, I, I uh, diverted then. Great chance for him to have a great season. Also, are there any known players in the top one hundred that you would like uh, that you think could be contenders to win it all? I.e., your subscribers or in your leagues. So we'll go on to that next. So he obviously wants to review your review your team, James. Where it's yeah. come from, where it's going. Mm, okay. Um. So, yeah, a run through your game week one team. Yep. I'll well, put it up on screen on the YouTube video um, <clears throat> and we'll have a we'll have a read through. So, uh, believe it or not, <laughs> <go on. laughs> my best team started with Lloris, Regulon, Trent, Davison Sanchez, Ali, Mora, Tiedelmans, Fernandez, Kane, Son and Salah. <laughs> um, Seven Spurs. Seven Spurs to, because Spurs had all those extra fixtures at the beginning yeah. of the season, didn't they? Yeah. But it, it didn't. In it, that didn't actually pan out. Mm. That was a disaster, really. If, yeah. if we would look back, but what did work in my favour was the fact that Spurs got three clean sheets on the bounce. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you, I could not wait to get rid of my Spurs players um, after those first three games. I, I was looking at the stats, and I watched every every minute of them their first three games, and it was um, well, it was a miracle that they didn't concede a goal. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, right, I've got to dump these guys as soon as I can. Um, so yeah, in game week two, I brought in Maras for Tiedelmans, so he didn't last very long. Um, Game week three, I brought in Ben Rama. Um, obviously, I got here on him really early when he scored all his points, um, and I got rid of him before before he started blanking. So it's little little decisions like that 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 getting on and off at the right time. And I, I won't lie; I, I would say there's a little bit of um, fortune in there as well because in other teams I kept Ben Rama, for instance. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> so in game week four, I brought in Torres, Lukaku, Robertson, and David de Gea. Believe it or not, um, and that um, you can't say yet, those were particularly inspired moves. But by game week five, I was starting to move to the Chelsea back line. 
um, with James and Rudiger. Um, yeah. I also bought in Triore, <laughs> for his, his the magic Triore, um, and Ronaldo. And at that point, by game week five, I've ditched all of the Spurs players. Um, then I didn't make any moves for a couple of game weeks. Um, and I think in game week seven, I went to three Chelsea defenders. Um, I went to, I brought in Aspilicueta. Um, by game week nine, I'd removed moved, um, um, uh, Lukaku out to Mares, I think, and David De Gea to Edison. In game week 11, I went straight on Chilwell, even though he'd only just come back into the side. Aspie wasn't looking amazing. And I, I don't know why. I just thought I'm going to take a bit of a gamble here that he's going to start playing matches. Um, and I also got got rid of Triore for Bernardo Silva at that point. Um, yeah. So all of those moves panned out amazingly. Um, in game week 12, I think um, Kevin De Bruyne got injured. I brought in Fode, and I don't think that really made a massive difference. Um in, but I did score 138 points in game week 12. But it was, I think it was game week 13 that really propelled me up the ranks. Um, and I can credit Ben with um, helping me with this one because uh, I was like, "What should I do?" And I, had a few, I, I ran a few options past him, and he said, "Why don't you put? Why don't you do Ben Rama to Jota?" Uh, and that's what really propelled me up the ranks. Um, and I haven't made any changes since then. Um, and I've still got five transfers left. So that's a very quick run through. It's quite, quite a difficult question to answer in the space, in a very limited <laughs> prep time. But I hope I've done my best there. Thank God we're only on game week 15. <laughs> game week 13. Jesus. Yeah, good question, Casey. Like you say, it's interesting to look back on it like that, um, even already, it's a short space of time, to see which transfer has played, uh, paid off and, and which didn't. Like you said, there's a, a few iffy ones in there, but with five, you probably get away with it. Uh, yeah. I mean, that game with 12, tired. where I got 138 points, I had a game week rank of, of 700. So yeah, um, it's it's little, it's big scores like that that can really propel you up, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, the Yotta shout, like you said, just before he, he bagged quite a few big holes back to back, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're the ones, they're the ones. And then you're at your end of the curve then, aren't you? Then everyone starts bringing Yacht in, but you've had his big holes. And yeah, I've been a bit fortunate with, you know, some 50-50 decisions. I mean, the, the the thing I've done different this year is I've had 10 teams. So yeah. you can afford to mix up a bit with with when you've got 10 teams. I've never done that before, normally just the one. Yeah. Um, and um, in that team, most of my 50-50 calls have, have gone in my favour. Yeah, that's what you need, don't you? Yeah, you need that little bit of a uh, little bit of luck, as maybe. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you can keep on, uh, keep plugging away, mate. Keep climbing. Hopefully, that luck yeah. stays with us and you can do well. So, contenders to win it all, sub- subscribers, leagues, um, obviously, um. When, when I read this question, it, it brought me back to you last year, Ben. Obviously, you finished 13th, were it? 19th, mate. 19th yeah. last year. Um, but then your Dream Team Tonic team, which you started like, what we, what was you, 100k? Yeah, about what? 100k, yeah. And you finished in top 100? Yeah. That's, well, yeah. game week, game week um, 12, did we start it? Yeah, about 10, I think. Game week 10? Yeah, something like that. So it shows, I mean, it's only a few game weeks ago, it shows you can go from a 100k rank into the top 100. So there's still loads of football to play, loads of ups, downs. Um, So there's so many contenders that could win it. It's open still. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there's, there's people in our league that are absolutely flying in the... Dream Team Tonic Cash League. You, have you got them roll down there, Ben? Yeah, um, Alex Cole, he's 39th on the leaderboard. And uh, Dan Sherwood's 54th on, on the top 100 leaderboard. They're one and two in our Cash League. 
Yeah. Well done, chaps. Yeah, they're flying, aren't they? They're smashing it. Uh, they, um, <laughs> they're making it a little bit difficult to uh, catch you in our league, to be fair. Got a nice, like, I think second second player's got 60-point cushion as a year. Um, yeah, there's lots, lots of football to be played, aren't they? So, um, yeah. <laughs> sea Weaver's uh, in seventh on the main leaderboard. Uh, he must be a strong contender, he says. <clears throat> and this um, Flowerpot Man's not on the on the leaderboard, is he? Flowerpot Man isn't. No, no, he's yeah. too busy posting um, pictures of McGuire with his um, <laughs> with his pants down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did maybe chuckle that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, moving swiftly on. Um, Connor, Connor, resident blogger Connor has been on. This is a question mainly for Tony. What have you been feeding your son Mason? He's gone from one of my worst players to one of my best. Um, <laughs> just the usual. Just the usual. Obviously, he's, we've changed his boots um, and it's doing the trick. Yeah, Werner, Werner borrowed his boots overnight. You see that? <laughs> yeah. So I told, him to get, I told him to get him back and uh, worked a treat again. But yeah, he's uh he's come good. He, he's he's so pivotal to that Chelsea side as well. He's uh he's quality. I, I, mean, I think if I put him in one of my teams, one of the lower down teams, I didn't take the punt on him. Um, obviously Chelsea did a little bit off the boil, aren't they? So I didn't want to punt. But if COVID weren't knocking around, I could have seen him. He probably probably would have gone into one of my, my, my better sides. Uh, also, this is Connor's blog team. Um, just jot that down. This is Connor's blog team. One transfer left, 1.6 million in the bank. Is it just a case of sitting back and relaxing until any injuries? I just took the words right out of my mouth because that's all I've been saying to everybody. But yeah, yeah James. Um, well, simple answer from me, Connor. Um, and yeah, I think you know what it will be. Yeah, hold on to that uh, last transfer. I'd be amazed if you don't need it for an injury or some, something COVID-related. Yeah. Um, besides, the team's well set up. doesn't require any major surgery. Just uh, just sit tight. Yeah. yeah. I'll just read the team out. Um, it's Edison, Alonso, Rudiger, Alexander-Arnold, Robertson, Silva, Mount, Foden, Bowen, Salah, Ronaldo. It's a good yeah. team, that. Yeah, really good team. I can't see any fault in there. Just keep... keep Plodding along, keep the one transfer back for the tra- for uh, injury or COVID. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, nice and easy on Connor. Um, Kerry Jones has been on four transfers remaining at the moment. All players are playing, which is what we like to hear, especially with all this crap going on. Would you hold back the transfers until later in December or bring in foreign players in now? My thoughts are Bruno and Mane out to Foden and. CR7 or keep back until later weeks or any other transfers we can see. Thank you. Great pod, by the way. Cheers, Kerry. Um, for me, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use them transfers, mate. Um, yeah. Bruno Manny, I just hold back for him. Unless you, unless you are really wanting uh, Ronaldo, which I can see why. I can mm. see why, definitely. I'd, I'd, I'd hold up now until this um, this news comes out and it's clear about uh, what, what's happening at United because if they do have an outbreak, um, you'd be taking Bruno out for somebody else, to be fair. And, but, yeah, if you really want Ronaldo and you're set on him and you're thinking you need to come in your team, uh, yeah, use the two transfers and save two back. You have got plenty. If not, um, I'd just roll. Just roll. James? I don't think it's a bad side at all. No. Normally, I would um, I would say Bruno and Mane to Foden and Ronaldo. That's actually not a bad shout. Mm. But the the thing is, Foden's carrying a knock at the moment. Um, I wouldn't be touching him. I, he's a good player, but um, he seems to have be having some ankle trouble or something. So um, I would be wary of bringing in an injury prone prone player or somebody carrying a knock at around this time. Um, if you really set on making that transfer, I do have an alternative suggestion for you. Um, if you um, 
if you got rid of um, who was it, Mane and Diaz, um, and used the two point nine million you have in in your uh, in your bank, that would leave you with twelve point three. So you could get Ronnie, and that and that leaves you with three point eight million, which could would get you a Alex Tellez or a Diogo Dallo mm-hmm. as a potential alternative for you. Yeah. What do you think of that, boys? That's the United training it. Yeah. Great fixtures, great fixtures. That's why everyone's running around trying to get Ronaldo in the team because of how well them fixtures were. What's made me probably back off that probably 10 20% is their performance. <laughs> it wasn't that great. And, <laughs> and they lost, I mean, Grant Hanley being a Rover supporter, I know Grant Hanley's a little bit shaky at the back. Uh, he's a warrior and he's a bit of a brute. But I thought Ronaldo would have, um, yeah, would have pretty much embarrassed that um, that Norwich back line. They put a midfielder in at centre half, Sorensen, and yeah, it didn't really improve much. Yeah, so I have backed off the United trail a little bit. I'd, at the minute, I'd rather I'd ra- I, I think uh, if Kerry's position there with Mane, Salah, and Yotta, I'd much be rather going in. So this midweek fixture with that three up front, don't yeah, we Ronaldo yeah. at the minute? To be honest, just my thought. Um, and with the COVID knocking around, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I like that. I like that shout, James. Uh, Diogo Dolo. Mm. It looks like he's probably going to keep that position uh, from AWB at the minute. Would you reckon, Ben? Um, I'd definitely hold off the transfer um, next week. United's only got a single game game uh, week. Well, Liverpool have got a double game week. Um, James was saying that Liverpool probably won't play a full side against Leicester in the Cup, but I have a feeling they'll go pretty strong. They won't go full strength, but um, I could see I could see Mane playing or like Jota and Mane Origi playing up front against us in the Cup. And it's a double game week, like I say. And if they get through, then they've got the semi-final at the end of the month. So it's extra games. I, I'm always over... Always looking at the fixtures, always looking who's got the extra games. Um, if you really want Ronaldo, yeah, go for it. But I, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd hold off because you've got two games to one there over Ronaldo with Liverpool forwards. Yeah, yeah, good shout. Um, regards to that game, I mean, Liverpool had a dead rubber Champions League game, and Salah were on pitch. Weren't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think do you think Sellers requesting to play because he's wanting to break scoring records or I think it's more to do with the money that they get for winning the games in the Champions League. Yeah, we touched on that, didn't we? But mm. surely, surely how important the other games would be when you you've won I know mm. I know they broke a record, didn't they, for winning six games out of six? Yeah, they did. No no other English side has ever won six, all six group games. So maybe yeah. that that fed into it a little bit, wanting to create a little bit of history, being the first English side to do that. It's tricky to know what what Klopp's going to do in it. It's um, like you say, you'd, you'd you'd think it's a banker for Minamino or Eager to play, maybe even put Ox up there on one of wide wide positions as well. He could rest all three of them, couldn't he, mm, if he wanted do. to. But. Yeah, what he does is a mystery, but you'd rather take the gamble and have the two games to one, maybe, yeah, than uh, put Ronaldo in. Um, yeah, at what point does Ronaldo just become so expensive that he's just not? <laughs> uh, 8.5 million. I mean, pretty much there now, isn't he? I think he's getting there, isn't he? Yeah, and if he keeps going, you just you could be using like 20%, almost 20% of your budget on one player. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. I, he could he could hold off this week and then bring in Ronaldo the week after when they got Newcastle and Burnley double game week. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Yeah, I I always go to fixtures me two two to one. You got three Liverpool strikers there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, Liverpool the top scorers in the league, aren't they, by some distance? So, don't think having the Liverpool front three is that that bad. Of course. Two of them might be going to the African Cup of Nations, yeah, which yeah. is, I'm, ho- I'm hoping they cancel it myself. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. But it shouldn't still be, it shouldn't be during the season. Transfers. It shouldn't be during the season anyway. It should yeah. be in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Tricky one. 
Right, that's it for the questions. Let's go. It's the cash week this week in the uh, yeah in the Dream Team Tonic Cash League game week fifteen double header. I think it landed on the double header last time as well. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, jump across to the mini league. We'll have a, a run down in the top ten. Uh, either one of you lads tonight. It's, it's up to you, James. Do you want to do it? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm in 12th, by the way, which is annoying. <laughs> I uh, do. I see you in, the 11th, in 11th. Where was that? I thought we were doing a top 11 today. Well, yeah. I, I thought I, I, last week I, I, I put the graphic in the pod notes and I did the top, <laughs> I put the top 11 in there. The boys didn't notice it until we started doing the pod. Um, I thought I might be pushing it a little bit if I did it this week with a top 12. So, um, <laughs> so I stuck with the top 10. Um, so in 10th, we have... Anthony Sutcliffe. Get in there. Still in there. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. In ninth, Three. Mark Williamson. And then we have three players tied on joint sixth, believe it or not, which is <laughs> our Fergie, Three. Steve Legg, Andrew Pilgrim. In fifth, we've got Heath Robinson. Oh, I've done it again, now, haven't I? Sorry, sorry, uh, Heath. It's Heath Robson. He just had, he just had, <laughs> had in in there. The um, <laughs> the last time I did that, he spotted it and did call me out on it. So I apologise. You're <laughs> <laughs> just trolling him now. Oh no! I don't, I just, it, it, every time I read that name, I, I it's I just hear Heath Robinson. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, in fourth, Jonathan Perro. Third, Niles Koopman. Second, Dan Sherwood, and at the top we have Alex Cole. Happy days. Well done. Got only seven points between them at top, and then there's a bit of a break of like 50 points down to third. So they've got, got it between them two at the minute. But lots of football to go. Um, so, yeah, that's halfway through. So, the £50 to the uh, Game Week winner. Sorry, should we give a shout out to the leader at the moment for the week? For the the uh, game for week fifteen prize, but we, yeah, we surely can. I've got it here if you want. Yeah, go on. Who's uh, who's currently leading? Uh, Peter Kemp on eighty four points. Kemp, Peter Kemp. Do you know? Do you know Peter? I think I might have just pipped you to uh, the prize in game week ten. I think I remember you were up there with a couple of teams. Um, yeah, fair play, Peter. Um, what came up? We're on 15, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is still still halfway? So there's still a, a lot of football to be played. I remember football's played on the grass. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> right, Ben, the most owned. Yeah. Um, most owned in the top 1K. Have a right. quick rundown of the top five of them. Yeah, as usual, Mr. Mo Salah, 99.8%. Bernardo Silva's shot up there, eighty-five point eight percent. Ronaldo, eighty-one percent. Trent, Alexander Arnold, seventy-eight point six, and Jao Cancelo, fifty-one point six percent. Excellent. Look at all them. Um, you see the Liverpool defenders there: Matip, Van Dijk, uh, Robertson, Allison. All jumped on there this week. Matip will be rested in midweek. <laughs> yeah. Right, the latest ins from me. Top five. Um, no surprise, 28,000 transfers in. Bernardo Silva, ready for his blank. Um, my lad, Mason Mount, 14,000 transfers in. Yotta, 12,000 transfers in. Regards to that, he were benched and obviously the threat of the injury, weren't they? But he managed to get off the bench and spurred a few chances. <clears throat> Lukaku transferred in by 8,000. And fifth on the list is Bowen, 7,400 transfers in. I'll tell you what, Jota would have probably would have been higher if he wasn't an injury doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I think we might well have even seen Jota's picture. Yeah. Um, and notice Lukaku, I mean, I a lot of people had the same quandary this week with Jota being um, potential, you know, not trained and stuff. I think a lot of people would have gone to Lukaku and it, well, and they come on the 87th minute, didn't they? 
yeah. mean, I, I did. I, I did that. I had. I was stuck with Lukaku in one of my teams because I brought brought him in as part of a double transfer, yeah. um, and I couldn't reverse it when I knew he wasn't starting because I'd used the money that I'd got from getting rid of Kane to yeah. bring, to bring in. Um, uh, Raheem Sterling, so it wasn't a disaster, but I was I'm stuck with Lukaku now. So yeah, in my in my best side, that's the two transfers I did. Yeah, uh, was Sterling in and uh, Kane out and Lukaku in. But I did that on the before the Friday before yeah. the price rise because I think Lukaku went up, didn't he? So well, um, well, um, I'm sure he'll start getting the game time and he'll start bagging. Yeah. Too good not to do. Um, latest outs, James. Yep, so no surprise, as predicted last week, um, Harry Kane, yeah. 18,000 people out. Um, obviously, the COVID situation has uh, pushed that number up even even higher. Um, ben Rama, second place, 13,000 out. Yeah. Ivan Tony, um, nearly 7,000 out for him. Obviously, he's got COVID as well. Um, Sonny, 5,000 out, and Foden. Five thousand out. Although Foden, did, he played. He came on, didn't he? Yeah. In the second half. Yeah, nearly yeah, no, scored. Did well. Yeah. Played well. Yeah. Um, looked uh, lively. Looked <clears> a lot <throat> livelier than uh, De Bruyne, who I'm not, not really looking too keen on. He yeah. looks a bit laggy. I think he's put a bit of chunk on. <clears throat> I think right Gundo's got um, back problems, hasn't he? Though, so it's looking like KDB's going to have to play because. Um, <sighs> If Gundo's yeah. got back issues, then um, it's that's not good, is it? Definitely. Might not be good for Bernardo Silva either, because he might end up playing further back. Yeah. Do you know what? It's one that I was digging around on that, Ben. Um, and I did start it a little bit. Enough. And obviously, trying to dig the stats of Bernardo with De Bruyne, Bernardo yeah. without De Bruyne. Um, I'd, I'd like to like, just drop Martin Tyler a message on that one and see if he could do it for me, but... Um, yeah, it's one that I'll probably try and get together um, because it's definitely, I don't know whether it's just how we perceive it, mm. but I'm pretty sure Bernardo Silva is not as prolific goal scoring and assisting <clears throat> when De Bruyne's in that side. Well, yeah. do you remember last year when um, De, Bruyne, De Bruyne was out and Gundogan was, um, yeah. he was scoring Mental. Yeah. every week, wasn't he? He went on a massive run. Um, yeah. And when I think when KDB came back, he it was it dropped off massively, didn't it? So yeah, we might see the same thing here. Yeah, which would be a shame. shame. It would be a shame. <laughs> Love Silva, great old player. Yeah, um, they, they were t- talking about it on something. I can't remember what they were talking about, but they were saying you can't tell where Bernardo's playing each week. He plays in different position every single week. Yeah, one time he's playing false nine, then he's playing on the right wing, left wing, then he's playing centre midfield. You can't, you don't know where he's playing. I think with his energy, I think he's, he's just everywhere on the pitch all the time. Yeah. He's, his, he always seems to be so his heat maps. His heat maps just a big red everywhere. blob, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> in all the oppositions are just red. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy the amount of work he gets through. He deserves his um, his rewards and his uh, plaudits. He's, he's definitely a top top player. Um, right. Uh, we was going to put the differential league in there, but I did have a quick look earlier, and, and nothing's changed really. Um, obviously, yachts are blanking, and um, most most others blanking. So we'll update that next week after the, the end of this this game week, um, as it would be a little bit pointless as not, not much has uh, changed. Um, again, if you uh, haven't seen um, been across to the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic. Please do have a look. We've uh, got a lot more content coming out now uh, for a minimal minimal support fee. And we do um, we do appreciate it. It's, um, it does help us bring more content to you all. Um, as well, get across to dreamteamtonic.com. We've got our uh, resident bloggers, Connor, who does his Dream Team blog, um, Steve with his Sky Fancy Football blog, and Mike with his Fan Team blog. Um, if you're looking for a platform to blog on, do drop me a direct message on Twitter at Dream Team Tonic and we'll have a chat. Uh, if there's any suggestions you'd like adding into the podcast or, or other things that you'd like us maybe to do, any ideas, do just uh, give us a message. We're open to ideas. 
Um, anything to add, chaps? Only um, I th- thought Chelsea were very, very fortunate to get a last-minute penalty, and I'm quite upset. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Do you know as well when that, when they when they called for that penalty, I thought um, I thought you might have give it to Lukaku, Jorginho. Obviously, I'm already having scored one. I thought Lukaku might have took it, but well, um, no chance. He did the FBL team at the world of good. To be fair, it needed a bit of a boost. Uh, ben, nothing to add. Just come on, Leicester. <laughs> well, uh, I say Rovers might be joining you next season. Yeah. Massive win for the Rovers. Yeah, weekend going down to Bournemouth. Um, hopefully, uh, catching them. Six pointer. It, it was a six pointer that mate. Um, yeah, it's nice to see us uh, not not freeze on the big stage. Anytime we've usually got in there around the playoffs, we've just not done much. But Ben Brayton Diaz, yeah, he's absolutely ripping it up. Um, I think the first goal gives him an own goal, but fair play to Ben. So yeah, uh, cheers everyone. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week. Hopefully, COVID stays away, and and we can look forward to a, a festival of football rather than. Like some of these lockdowns and shit like that. So, yeah. Cheers for listening. Cheers, Cheers guys. Cheers.